G'day everybody and welcome to another episode of this marketing thing. Super pumped for today's episode. Are you having trouble on Instagram and making it work for your business? Then this episode's definitely for you. My next guest is an Instagram coach and she was featured on Yahoo Finance as one of the best Instagram coaches of 2020. She's amassed a following over 77,000 people. Hope you enjoy. Have you ever stopped to wonder? earth to people like us that were raised to go get a job after school just to realize that being at the mercy of some big company isn't for us how do we market and build our own businesses so we get to choose our own destinies that's the question and this podcast is the answer join me as i discover learn and share the latest marketing secrets and strategies to help grow your online business my name's Kyle Macker, and welcome to this marketing thing. Thing, 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 thing. So my next guest launched her business at the beginning of an international pandemic, went from zero to six figures in eight months, voted by Yahoo Finance as one of the top 10 Instagram coaches of 2020, been featured in BuzzFeed as well as various other platforms and blogs, has the cutest little daughter, Alaska. Welcome, <laughs> Tiffany Jung. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. No, no, I really appreciate you coming on the show. It's uh, You definitely know what you're talking about when it comes to Instagram, so really appreciate your time. Absolutely. I can't wait to dive in. That sounds good. So how was your Christmas and New Year's? I can't believe we're into February already. Where'd that go? <laughs> right. It's, it's insane. Yeah, 2020 has been... For most people, kind of a roller coaster every year, and see a lot of people are really excited for 2021, and so am I, and really backing up a lot of the things that I'm doing right now in my business in order to create more sustainability as I scale. So really being intentional about where my my time and my investments are going. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So tell us a bit about your background. How do you become an Instagram coach? Yeah, absolutely. So I started six years ago when I was a new single mom and I was in love with, I fell in love with the online community on social media because I was struggling with postpartum depression at home. And so I started to really fall in love with creating content and connecting with people. And that's kind of where it started. All of my jobs have been in digital marketing, social media marketing. They've all kind of just stumbled upon me um, and yep. it's all been it's all kind of flowed from there so I was able to gain a lot of that experience most of it from my own brand and just building kind of my own business and then when I lost my nine to five due to COVID um, I was a marketing and communications manager it was just yep. an instant decision for me I had at that point done a master class and I was being asked to speak on panels podcasts different events here and there so when I launched my masterclass in San Francisco, it was sold out. And cool. I, as soon as I lost my job, I was like, this is exactly where I'm going. And it just made so much sense for me. And I've, I've been loving it ever since. Yeah, no, that's super cool. I was actually thinking about it the other day and you've got 77,000 followers or thereabouts. And in Australia, like we go to a football game and they say that there's 40,000 people in a crowd. And like you've built an audience that is more than a football crowd. It's pretty amazing. And it's amazing that you reach out and you can touch all those people with the messages that, that you give about business and, and Instagram as well. 
Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. It's it definitely didn't happen overnight. So if anyone's listening, it's not something that happened within a month. It's not something that even happened within a year. It's taken a lot of work and nurturing and really manifesting this community. Yeah, absolutely. And I think people that get into, oh, I'm just going to build an audience and it's going to, it takes a long time and it's a lot of work. And these people that go out and spruik that it's going to be, you can just get a bunch of followers quickly and make a bunch of money. It doesn't really work like that, does it? It, It takes a lot of work and you've got to keep showing up. Yeah, exactly. I'd be really wary of the people that are like quick overnight successes, especially when it comes to like platform and numbers, right? Because a lot of those things might not be genuine, unfortunately. And so looking at somebody's social proof, building a connection with them and a relationship with them, seeing how they operate, how they work, that's going to be so much more important. And you mentioned the word like audience, and I mentioned the word community, right? There's a difference between building an audience and just having people looking at what you're doing versus building an engaged, loyal community that's expecting your every post post and expecting your every podcast episode, right? And everything that you put out versus people that are just there and not really within your aligned clientele. Absolutely. So true. Well said. So why Instagram? Why not YouTube, Facebook or any other of those platforms? Yeah. I always like to say to people, don't spread yourself too thin and try to be on every single thing at once. Pick a couple of platforms, knowing which ones that you shine on as well as the ones that your audience is going to spend time on. So if you have maybe an older crowd and they're not really on Instagram as much as they're on LinkedIn, or maybe that maybe a lot of them are on Facebook groups, then those might be the two platforms that you select. But if your audience is younger and you've connected with them through video content or live streams, et cetera, on Instagram, then that's probably the place you want to be. And if you're looking for an audience even younger than that, then maybe TikTok, right? So there are so many different platforms that serve a lot of different benefits. Um, The main thing is going to be finding one that fits you best. There's not a one size kind of fits all or one perfect app, even though I do feel like Instagram covers a lot of the bases with it being such a visual app so that you can create, you know, posts, photos, long form captions, along with live streams and um, showcase what you do, link out to your websites, nurture in the DMs, etc. And that's why I really enjoy it. Yeah, absolutely. And I think you said it really well there, something that fits your publishing style as well as where your who is, who is your target audience, where are they hanging out? That is so cool how you've those intersect. You said that that's really cool. Totally. Because if, if you're spending, you know, a bunch of time creating TikToks for if you're older, you know, if you're speaking to the older generation, they're not going to understand that. Absolutely. Yep. No, so true. So say I'm a new business owner and I decide to make an Instagram profile because I know my dream customers hanging out on Instagram. What's right. the first things I should do? Yeah. So before you even start posting, because this is the problem I see a lot of people making is they just post for the sake of posting. Oh, I need to be on Instagram. So I have to, I got to just get something on there. I just got to post something and 
you know, throw something at the wall and hope that it'll stick. And I find that a lot of people are posting for the sake of posting and posting because they feel like they should or because they feel like they have to versus posting with intentionality. And so what I mean by that is actually identifying who is your ideal client that you would love to work with. What makes them a dream client to you? And where do they hang out? What are those specific things that they're struggling with? What do they need to hear? And what value can you provide for them? When you have all of those things in mind and you're coming from a place of intentionality and creating conscious marketing and embodying the person that you destined to be, like if you have a manifestation for who you want to be by the end of 2021, you're showing up as that person every single time you create content so that you are never just posting things for the sake of posting. There's so much intentionality behind every single video live stream. And that way you're truly able to connect with your audience and you're not focusing on like, why didn't this post get so many likes or why did this not get enough reach? You're actually building relationships on the app and it's coming from a place that's aligned with your core values as a person and as a business owner. And that's the biggest shift I've seen in seeing my own success and for my clients as well. Yeah, absolutely. And and it all comes down to, and my audience is going to get sick of this because I always talk about it, but knowing <laughs> who your dream customer is, and then wow. when you know exactly who they are, it's with them. I don't know if you've heard of that. It's what's in it for me. Everyone tunes into that WIIFM, what's in it for me. So if you can create content that they're going to get value out and they are going to resonate with, and that only comes from really knowing who they are, and what they like, what they don't like, what are their desires and pain points? So, no, absolutely. Absolutely. Exactly. And it's not just who they are. It's like, why are they struggling? Why would they even need you in the first place? If you don't understand that, then why are you in business in the first place? So yeah. we all, these are all things that we, we normally go into business knowing, but getting deeper into like yes. what is keeping them up at night? What is the main thing they want to get out of this? Yes. Normally it's not even like a specific revenue number result. Those things are obviously priority, but a lot of the time yeah. it's an emotion. They're feeling frustrated. They're feeling overwhelmed. They're feeling anxious. They're looking for a solution that you have an answer to. And I tell this to my clients all the time. The more that they hold their business idea back or the more that they postpone it or procrastinate on putting this together, the more they're prohibiting somebody else's success. Because remember, you start a business to offer a valuable solution to somebody else's needs, somebody else's struggles, and people will always pay for what they've prayed for. So getting really deep on what someone's struggle is, what they're really, really frustrated around or overwhelmed around and creating an easy ABC solution or offering a different way for them to approach it to get to their destination, that's a game changer. Yeah, absolutely. And the other thing that I find is when I help business owners is I say, all right, can you tell me about your custom avatar? And Mm -hmm. They say oh, it's a female between 25 and 35 and they have gone to university and it's just not deep enough. It's That's not no, knowing that's somebody. Not. You need to really no. go in and do the research exactly. and get your hands dirty. Exactly. And that's where I start off with my clients in my program. It's not just, you know, a a mom, someone that, you know, what wants to, uh, wants to elevate like their fitness journey. No, it's a working mom that has maybe one or two kids 
that just had a baby who's looking to, you know, reshape like her body or just to get moving again mm -hmm. while she's in the postpartum stage and she's looking for a fitness coach, right? Because she's yeah. struggling with like moving her body or wanting to get her body back into like pre postpartum of uh, stage. So that, that is so much deeper than like, Oh, just, you know, a mom oh, <laughs> or a course. mom that's looking for fitness. And that way you're able to get, you know, deeper and hit a very niche target. And oh, they always course. say the, the riches are in the niches. Oh, of course. And the deeper you can go, like, why does she want that fitness coach? Oh, she exactly. feels a little bit insecure here. And that, I mean, that can really resonate in the content you produce and, and the copywriting that you do to sell your products exactly. and services. Exactly. Exactly. You hit it on the nail. And that's exactly what I do in my program. So once you're able to identify that emotion, then you're able to create content that relates to them, that allows them to be vulnerable, that helps validate, hey, I see you, I hear you, your body is beautiful. Yeah. You are worthy, you know, and being able to build connections with women that like if someone was a fitness coach listening to this, or there's an instructor out there that is looking to align with this clientele, then they're able to say like, I went through it as well. This is my story. And there's so much power in storytelling. So oh, when you really are able to identify that and where someone's struggling, you then create the different content pillars around that and you put them on rotation intentionally. This is something I teach in my program. Yeah. And especially leading up to launches, program launches, course launches, those are all extremely valuable uh, aspects. Yeah, absolutely. It all comes down to really, isn't it? A lot of it. And I, I, I don't know if you've read this. It's it's Blair Warren's One Centered Persuasion course. It's only a very short book. And basically, he went out there and studied the act of persuasion and a lot how a lot of people have built communities and, and followings. Mm -hmm. And it all come down to one sentence he wrote, people will do anything for those who encourage their dreams, justify their failures allay their fears, confirm their suspicions and throw rocks at their enemies. And you see like people that build these communities have, have been able to do, they do that. And it's very, very interesting. It, it is extremely interesting. Yeah, I haven't heard of that, but I will look into it. And everything you mentioned makes a lot of sense, you know, mm. creating that like collective identity and being able to bring people together. That again, goes back to like our audience versus uh, community yes. that that we both you know been building and so yeah I think that's extremely powerful yeah absolutely so this one's sort of a tactical question how often should you post on Instagram yeah so again a little bit about me as anyone listening might already know I'm not really so big on strategy I, I have certain strategies that I know work but I think there's never a one size fits all like you need to post this many times in order to see this X result. I used to follow this, you know, religiously when I first started. And I was like, oh my goodness, it needs to look this certain way. And I have to post this many times at this time with these many hashtags. Yeah. Like I have strategy around all of that. And it's, it's important to keep in mind, sure. But even more so really digging into, you know, what is the value? Why are you posting? Why are you even on Instagram? Yes. Right. Those are really important questions yeah. to ask because I see so many people all the time focusing on the wrong things and yeah. not even knowing why are they even using the app? What is the real yeah. reason why they want to use this app as a tool in their business? And once you're able to identify that, it also makes a lot of these things easier and less there's less weight 
on them. It's it's not yeah. so much about posting two to three times a week and more so about, hey, I'm going to spend 15 minutes a day intentionally engaging with my leads and nurturing the people in my community. And I'm not really so much focused on growth. Right? Like right now, I'm not really focused on growth. I would love to welcome any new followers to my community. And I'm really, really loving nurturing the followers that I already have. You know, and that's a really powerful shift for me because that way I'm not always like, okay, the next follower and the next and the next and the next. I'm going, hey, there's a lot of people looking at me right now and I want to give them the most values possible. And anyone who wants to join that, come on over. You know, that that is exactly kind of my methodology. And that's so good because I see that you're very engaging with your community. You really are. And that's what really stood out to me when I asked you on the show, because you're very, and and you are very good at encouraging people's dreams and, and, and and helping them along the way. So, and it's good to see, and I'm, I'm glad that you said that it all comes back to the who, doesn't it? Like, and what do you, what do right. they want to see? And it doesn't really so matter how often or specific you have to post this time at this time and th- mm-hmm. that day at that day, but you're all, you're always thinking about your dream customer and how you can provide value for them. So that's super exactly. cool. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And then just to answer your question, I would say like, again, it really depends on like, what is your goal? Even if it's a specific goal for that month month, or you're leading up to a big launch for something, then you might want to change up the content and maybe change up kind of the frequency. So maybe a little bit more consistent. But another thing I would say is really diversifying the content as well. So if you're just posting like, three feed posts and they're all photos and captions, I would throw in like one reel once a week or every other week. I would throw in some video content, Instagram stories, uh, going on live and then translating that into an IGTV afterwards. So these are really important ways to kind of switch up your strategy. Another thing is a lot of people make the mistake of thinking that they need to post every single day on Instagram, which couldn't be further from the truth. That's overwhelming for you and your community. Don't stress yourself out like that. There's no reason to do that. Um, I have a client that he was posting every single day. He was on the content creation hamster wheel and he wasn't booking his dream clients. And once we cut his, his engagement down, he was spending hours on the app, literally hours every day. We cut it down. He only posts about two times a week. He has never grown so much, gotten so many DMs and has booked several dream clients into his program to a point where he's like looking to expand, you know, his programs and services because he is working with so many people that are right within that aligned client avatar, which is incredible. It just goes to show it's not always working about working harder. It's more so about working smarter. Absolutely. So true. Well, that's sort of covered. We've touched a little bit. What about content strategy? Do you have to have a theme or do you do like a the JK5 method or does it just come back to knowing your who again? Yeah, I don't know the JK5 method. Okay. But for me, I it's very much intuitive. Like I very much have to kind of sit and think about my goals for the month or if I'm leading up to the launch then of course I am creating teasers around that content leading up to the launch. So for example, I mainly share within like a couple of different topics, including unawareness, no like trust and shared connections. So unawareness is anything that you're teaching your audience and getting them from unaware to aware. They essentially don't know what they don't know, right? So you're the expert, you're the leader, you're there to assert yourself as an authority and to guide them. 
know, like, trust is going to be helping them know, like, and trust you for your services, for who you are, building social proof, testimonials, sharing expertise and experience around who you are, as well as misconceptions. This is going to be really powerful in helping you build connections with them that last a long time. I have a lot of really loyal followers and community members that I've grown over time. And a lot of people that just come to my profile and tell me, I really resonated with you or your story because I'm also a single mom or because, you know, I've also worked several jobs. There's like someone booked a call with me a while ago because I am my grandma's caretaker. And I share a lot about that on my platform or that I'm still in school as a college student. So there are so many things that your story can really bring to light that you never know what really hits a specific person a specific way. And the more you're able to be, you know, vulnerable and share that side of you, you have no idea who's able to be like, you know what, I can really relate to that. And so many people will tell me that they come to me over like bigger competitors, like seven figure, you know, entrepreneurs, when I was even just starting out in my business, because of my story, because I have a similar, um, you know, coming out story or Asian American story, or they're also, you know, like I mentioned, like single mom co-parenting, etc. So these are all really important aspects of sharing who you are. Yeah, no, absolutely. No, that's, that's really cool. I love how you take I call it cold traffic or, or unaware traffic, and then you nurture them. That's what it's all about, isn't it? And make them aware. So that's that's really cool that you do that, and you've got a strategy there for that because that's a big part of it. Make if you can try, yeah. if you can start to convert cold traffic, which is unaware, by educating them through the Instagram app. That's that's really powerful stuff. Yeah, absolutely. And a lot of it, you know, people are coming to me from different areas of the internet, website, you know, different apps, different social media platforms, word of mouth. And a lot of them don't completely understand, you know, why I don't just teach strategy or why I teach intuition and trusting what's in alignment for you because it's going to be aligned for everyone around you and your clients and the betterment of your business. And based on my content, based on my story, they're able to start understanding that. And even if they did have a little bit of understanding before, I'm able to nurture them into, hey, this is how I do it. This is why it works. And this is how we can find a system that works for you and your business. Because at the same time, it is like a non-strategy strategy strategy (laughs) in in some ways where I don't really trust like one framework. It's going to be personalized to the person's business, their audience and their values. So there's no such thing as like one size fits all when we all have very different ways of operating. We all have different energies. We all are attracting our clients in different ways and building our businesses for different reasons. And there's no way that something that worked for one person one time or worked for me at one time in my business is just going to be the way to go every single time. Yeah, perfect. No, that's that's so well said. So say we go back to the person or, or business who started an Instagram profile how do I get to my first thousand followers or more followers in general? And does the strategy change as you get more followers? Yeah, definitely. That's a good question. So again, going back to intentionality, why do you want a thousand followers? What do you think is going to happen when you hit a thousand followers? A lot of people think that once they hit a thousand or even 10,000, they're like, then I can start my business. Then I can book my first paid client. Then I'll be able to be on podcasts 
So there are a lot of limiting beliefs around numbers. And if anyone's holding on to any of that and they're listening in, I just want you to know that none of that is true. You can start a business with zero followers, one follower, a hundred followers, or even 60,000 followers like I had at the time when I started my business, right? So there's no specific number and I think a lot of that is just ends up being procrastination, which stems from imposter syndrome because people are just scared. And yeah. so that's the first thing to identify is like, why do you want that? Yeah. And then the second thing to get closer is start creating that content on rotation. So like I mentioned, unawareness, no like trust, shared connections. Shared connections are just things that you and your audience have in common. So for example, I have a lot of moms that are following me. I talk a lot about spirituality. So I have a lot of like spiritual coaches following me, intuitive coaches. These are things that I love and that make up like my brand facets and just values of who I am. So those are certain things that you may want to bring to your platform as well. But also, yeah, identifying that content and then aligning that with your business goals. So for example, if you are looking to book, you know, book out a upcoming group coaching program or a mastermind that you have coming up for business owners, you know, identifying what is going to be the transformation within that program and what that looks like. And then in a way, reverse engineering it because you know the end goal and transforming that into the content they need to see. So whether that looks like an IG live, a post, a story, and doing this pretty repetitively in different angles so that you can reach your audience. Remember, they need to see it more than one time then that's going to be, you know, what allows you to convert the right people into the program, the right people into the mastermind, into your course, etc. So giving away value and giving, 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 giving before you ask is always a really good way to build a loyal community and yeah. to continue to nurture and help and to serve. And just coming from that place of service is so powerful because you didn't go into business to you know, it's not all for yourself. It's it's for the people that you want to help, the community that you want to build. No, absolutely. You're there to help someone with a problem or achieve a desire or a dream, isn't it? So Right. So hashtags, what are they and how do business owners use them? What are your thoughts on hashtags? Yeah, I get this question a lot. Um, hashtags should not be your entire growth strategy. I see that a lot of people rely on their hashtags for everything when it really shouldn't be. It's a good way to get discovered and it's a good way to discover other people. And it's a great way to really embed that into your intentional engagement strategy. But outside of that, I wouldn't put too much weight on hashtags. If you feel like your hashtags aren't working and you're blaming your hashtags, it's probably because your content isn't good enough. At the end of the day, your content is going to be the most valuable thing that you create and your hashtags are only going to help it kind of soar and elevate further. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So what I would recommend is like if someone's looking to grow using all 30 hashtags, but doing hashtag research as well. I'm going to be coming out with a training a little bit later this year. So if you want to keep up with me on my Instagram, um, that's something that I will be sharing as well. But usually using hashtags that are niche and community specific are going to be really powerful. So using hashtags that are like hashtag business that that probably has like over 100 million posts, that's not going to do anything for you. Um, But if you are hashtagging something very specific and splitting it up and balancing it between your content. So whatever that is, your photo or your caption, your niche. So what you do, who you help as well as audience specific. So the hashtags that your audience would use, that is really, really powerful 
So that's going to be a good balance where you're able to draw in certain people and engaging on those hashtags before you post is going to be a game changer. That green lights Instagram that you're active and it boosts your post up higher in the algorithm. Okay. We'll definitely have to keep an eye out for your hashtag training. (laughs) (laughs) Do you recommend any external apps that help on Instagram or that you use? Um, I use an app called Unum, U-N-U-M, and I don't have anything that schedules my posts, but I just like to look at it visually to okay. see what it looks like. Again, I don't put too much weight on how my feed looks aesthetically because I don't think that's the most important thing, but sometimes I do want it to look a little bit more cohesive. Yeah. So I will just kind of go in and shift things around, upload some of my images that are edited in there just so I know what's going to go up next. And it kind of keep, helps keep track of what photos are up, what photos are about to go up. Um, and sometimes I plan my captions around that as well. Okay. Yeah, no, absolutely. Because I see a lot of people get stuck on this theme thing. Oh, that can't go there. Or, oh, no, no, we, we needed something else now. And it, it just ends up being, maybe it comes back to that imposter syndrome that you were talking about before. And oh, they just yeah. don't end up posting. And it's just like, oh, well, I mean, it's not going to be perfect, but just... I mean, it doesn't have to be the perfect color and so cohesive flight. Like, I mean, just. Right. Yeah. That's for me, when I see my clients doing that, it's a lot of fear and it's a lot of self-sabotage. So they're afraid of something. They're afraid of success. They're afraid of that next level. They're afraid of what's going to happen. They're afraid of what their friends and their family is going to think. And they're yeah. getting so stuck on the strategy. It's normally not even like the strategy it's just them kind of holding themselves back for one reason or another which you know can stem from limiting beliefs just a bunch of different things a lot of comparison syndrome um so to that i would say like really shift around your feed and who you're following like there's no reason to be following people that make you feel like you need to be someone that you're not or following people that are not helpful in your circle or in your community like they're there's a mute and unfollow button for a reason. Um, And so my feed lights me up every single time I open it, it educates me, it inspires me, it allows me to connect with other people. And I've customized it to a point where I am only following people that are lighting me up. There's nothing on my feed that I'm like, Oh, I don't agree with that or any, anything along those lines. And so also when it comes to posting and being so stuck on the strategy, it, can be very debilitating because then you're so stuck on having things look a certain way versus just trusting your intuition and posting whatever you want to post at the end of the day, like you go into business for yourself and you're, you're posting and creating content because you want to reach your audience, not because you want to have the most perfect aesthetic looking colored feed possible. Right. Like then at that point you're focusing on the completely wrong things. And it's probably why people are not seeing a shift or expansion in their business because they're focusing on the wrong things. And the more you focus on, the more it waters and grows. So the more you're able to be intentional and just conscious about your marketing, less about how it looks or what theme it needs to fit into, the more you're able to just post what you want, let it kind of speak from your heart, from your intuition. And People can sense that your audience can sense when you post something for the sake of posting or posting something out of desperation, you know, or posting something just for the sake of consistency versus posting to just offer value to connect and have fun, have fun with your business, have fun with social media. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, that couldn't have been said better. So cool. Awesome. 
I see you on stories on Instagram and I, you've always got so much content. Like, what's the biggest tip you can give with Instagram stories? Yeah, so for me, before I show up on stories, before I create content, before I make posts, I'm always rising or raising my energy to kind of the highest point where I'm able to embody the version of myself that I want to be. So there are, you know, there's certain aspects of myself that I would like to be and embody by the end of this year, as well as revenue, as well as like the impact I want to make on my community. And so before I show up, before I create content, I take a moment, I set an intention. So I'm very clear on why I'm creating this and what I want it to do how I wanted to touch somebody. So I'm not just throwing things up there, right? We want to get away from that. And so I'm sitting and taking a moment to really channel that version of myself and then showing up as her, especially if someone's feeling really like there's a lack of confidence or they don't like showing up on video. You know, this is going to be really powerful. You're going to embody the version of yourself that has complete confidence. That's ready to kill it. That doesn't have those limiting beliefs. And the more I find myself negotiating with my mind, doing this back and forth and back and forth, like, do I post this? Do I not? Should I share this? Should I not? I am just like, look, if I had a download, if I have a, if I'm being called to share this certain thing or this certain topic with my audience, I'll just go and do it. I don't debate back and forth for over like a minute or two minutes. I just go and do it. And every single time I've done that, people will respond and say, oh my goodness, I, you have no idea how badly I needed to hear that today. Or like, you have no idea how much like this. And sometimes people won't even tell me right away. They'll tell me like weeks after, like, you know, that live you did, like that actually caused me to do this. And I'm like, whoa, wow. <laughs> like in, in yeah, yeah. Like, I get it over and over and over. Like I started my business because of this, or like I decided to post this because of this, or I decided to share this, share the story, like just insane things. Like I booked a client because of this. And it's like you, when something is in alignment for you, it's in alignment for everyone around you. So listening yeah. to those intuitive nudges, listening to what you feel like you're called to share, embodying that version of yourself, thinking about that content, that's honestly the best non-strategy strategy, as well as just doing a little bit of market research from time to time and seeing where your clients are struggling, where your community is struggling, really staying on top of, you know, what's holding them back, what's, what's causing issues with their business, with their life, with their success, and really understanding that deeply, because that does change from time to time, especially when it comes to, you know, social media or business or the different updates that that happen, you know, your market research and programs can't be based off of when you first started your business like two years ago, right? It's got to be updated. Um, So that's another thing that I do. And I and I speak on, especially if I have like several questions, Another thing I'll say about content is repurpose. If you posted something a month ago or two months ago and you've gained several followers since then or you feel like your audience needs to hear it from a different angle, Mm -hmm. take that post and turn it into a live stream or take a story series that you did and turn it into an IGTV, right? Or turn a live stream into a carousel infographic post. People need to see things several times before they act on it and you're audience is also going to have a very diverse range of learning styles. So don't think that just because you posted something that one time, that one day on that one topic that your whole audience knows and you're going, oh, why is no one taking action? It's because you need to be more repetitive. You need to be louder. Absolutely. Yeah. And break through that noise. Yeah, absolutely. And I've heard some of the big marketers talk about that they tell these same stories over and over and they say that you'll get sick of the stories before your audience does. Yeah. 
because you're right, they're not always going to hear them as right. many times as you tell them. So Exactly. So next one, what, what are the biggest mistakes you see that people make on Instagram? Yeah, I shared a couple of them. Um, the couple that I shared were just posting, feeling like they need to post consistently every single day in order to make an impact. Another one was posting for the sake of posting. So having yeah. no intentionality. Another thing I think is like just the mindset on Instagram. People get on Instagram and they want to grow right away. It causes them to do things like buying followers, which you should never do. Um, or joining like, you know, different engagement pods and different things like that, which end up taking a lot of time. And so it, yeah, I mean, it, the mindset part is going to be really important because also it's going to dictate the way that you view success. So if you had a post that, you know, hit, maybe like 200 people and you wanted it to hit a thousand, but you ended up booking like five dream clients from it. That should be a success. Right. And a lot of people will go, Oh, why didn't this go viral? Right. Like if our goal on Instagram as a business owner is to create wildly viral posts every single time you're doing it wrong. You're focusing on the wrong things. Um, It should be to create that connection and to build that relationship with your leads, with your clients, with your community, offer that value and the engagement will come. It also ebbs and flows. These are human beings that take time on and off the app. And this is something that, you know, it it changes. It's not always just going to increase and increase and increase. That's not realistic. It's also not something that happens overnight. So I find a lot of people kind of focus on the wrong things. They focus on kind of, they look at the wrong metrics and then base their worth off of it, or they base how well their business is going off of it. And that's just not, that's not true. So I would say, you know, starting with your mindset, starting with your behavior on Instagram. So look at your relationship. Are you opening up Instagram when you're feeling upset or depressed? Or are you constantly comparing yourself to other people? How can you shift that around to make Instagram a place that really lights you up and allows you to tap into the highest version of yourself and use it as a tool to grow your business, right? It shouldn't be like the end all be all. Social media should not be taking over our lives. Or, or our business, it should be a tool that we use in order to connect with more people in our community. So really looking at those specific values is going to be really powerful. If you haven't before, I I believe it'll make a really good enlightening shift for a lot of business owners. Yeah. Yeah. And just spending more time being intentional with the app and what you want to get out of it, setting intentions with the posts that you create, and not putting so much weight on you know, the numbers and things like hashtags um, and also getting off of the app and and diversifying to different, you know, different social media platforms as well so that your eggs are not all in one basket, but also not feeling like you need to create content for every single one all of the time either. Yeah, absolutely. I see a lot of people when I speak to business owners, they're it's almost like they talk about their email addresses or their followers like numbers. But what we have to remember and what you just said then really resonated with me is that they're people. We've got to remember yeah. they're people. They're not just a number. They are yeah. real people that want to be, that are emotional beings. We have to communicate with them and, and, exactly. and talk. Exactly. 
Exactly, exactly. Because if you do look at, look at them as numbers and just constantly wanting to grow to the next number, the next milestone, you're going to lose a lot of really valuable people that have been following you for a really long time yeah. that are just waiting to be nurtured, connected with, and they're waiting to you know build a deeper relationship with you, which is why I spend time responding to every single one of my DMs. And I nurture those relationships, even if they're, they're literally just asking a question, they're not looking to be a client, they're not looking to join my program, and I can just offer resources and help and serve them, and that's it perfect, right? Yeah. I, I am not here to kind of think about that next goal, that next milestone, whether that's revenue or followers or numbers. Like at the end of the day, I started this business and I started this platform to serve and to build an inclusive community where I can help people at all aspects with what I know. And that's really one of my core values. Yeah, absolutely. So true. It, it's almost like though, if you placed... 10,000 people on someone's Instagram or and it's like it's almost like the same thing isn't it when some people win a load of money in lottery they're not ready for it and they and they blow it all they they haven't grown as a person yet and and I almost Uh think it's sort of similar to followers if you weren't ready for that as a person emotionally ready for that and it wouldn't probably work anyway because you you you're not used to like being there and nurturing that person, like those your community. So exactly, it, it's exactly. got it's got a lot to do with growth, and and those people come when you start helping and resonating with your community. Mm-hmm. Exactly, and it's like the people that you know do win a million dollars or a large sum amount of money overnight. They don't yeah. know how to manage it. No. They don't know how to invest it. They mm. don't know how to create like a sustainable plan. They end up blowing it yeah. um, and going bankrupt within like the first year or, or yeah. just very, very quickly because they don't know how to handle that capacity. Uh, similarly to why, you know, people might be manifesting like six figure, seven figure launches, but they don't start off with that because in the very beginning, you don't have the capacity. Your team cannot handle that many support requests and the customer service, or maybe you're a solopreneur, you're doing it all on your own. There's no way you have to experience certain amounts of like doing things wrong, mistakes, and not ever taking it as failure, but taking it as feedback. So you can shift this, change that, hire this person, get rid of this, right? And elevate into that space where you're like, okay, now I'm ready for that six-figure launch. Now I'm ready for that seven-figure business, right? That is so, that's why it takes time. And that's why people that are looking for a get-rich-quick scheme when they're getting into business have the completely wrong idea. It does take time. Some might be faster than others, right? I feel like I've I've hit a good amount of success in a short amount of time, but also I feel like I'm I'm 100% ready for it and I know what to do with it. Yeah, absolutely. So true. Now, I don't know, you've given the audience so many gold nuggets here. So um, <laughs> I, I I don't know which one to say. I mean, I've got one last question. I, I don't even know if I should ask it because it's you've given so many big takeaways. But what is the one thing you think, and we might have already spoken about it, that business owners to start doing on Instagram, the one big takeaway you think? Yeah. I mean, it depends on where they're at right now. If you feel like you don't really know 
why you're creating content or what your audience needs, you've never done market research, then start there. Ask them questions, make it really simple. Don't exhaust yourself. You can do this through the DMs and ask them to reply in voice notes, or you can even create like a Google form and just have people fill it out. Maybe give them an incentive, like a $5 Starbucks card or something. I've definitely done this just to get their insight and and make sure that it's your ideal client. Don't send this to your mom, your cousin, or your best friend unless they are really your ideal clients. Um, and really identifying like what that means to have an ideal client. What are those qualities? What are those things that they're struggling with? Who are the people that they follow? You know, how can you connect with them on a deeper level and start creating content around that? Some really simple, and I have resources and a lot of this on my page, on my Instagram, which is at tiffanychung.co. Um, there's a lot of free resources, free videos, et cetera, that you can look through that will give you specific content ideas, but you know, you can really start with like mistakes, misconceptions, what are people doing wrong and how should they do it the right way? Uh, what does doing it the right way look like? You know, what are some mistakes that you see people making that could easily be shifted if they just change this one thing? So those are all really powerful content ideas. And if you feel like you already know your audience and you already have been creating content for a while, I would see where can you repurpose and diversify, switch up some of your content and really build relationships with your audience. Are you responding to all of your comments? Are you reaching out to your clients? Sometimes I ask my my clients because they come to me and they're like, look, I haven't seen a lot of engagement on my posts. And I'll be like, how many hours are you spending or not even hours, but like how much time are you spending? Are you even reaching out? Are you being intentional and engaging with other people and drawing them into your platform or nurturing your existing community? And they'll just kind of stare at me blankly, right? So not that this needs to be hundreds of hours, like please don't spend hours and hours scrolling on your phone that ends up just being less productive, just counterintuitive. But if you can be really intentional about who you're communicating with, who you're engaging with, And just even spending 15 to 20 minutes a day doing that can be a really big game changer for your account, for your business and building those relationships. Yeah, absolutely. That's, uh, they are some awesome tips, hints and tricks you've got there. You've provided so much value, Tiffany. That's, that's all I got question wise. You're so, that that was amazing. (laughs) Yay. Thank you so much for having me. I, I really, really appreciate it, Kyle. No, absolutely. And, and and look, for the audience, if you'd like to see some of Tiffany's hints and help on Instagram, head over to her profile at, at tiffanychung.co. So that's at T-I-F-F-A-N-Y-C-H-E-U-N-G dot C-O. And that's the same place you can get a hold of if you'd like to speak to her about her coaching mm-hmm. services as well. So yeah, yeah, yeah no, you definitely know your stuff. And look... I, I love that you didn't just go into the numbers. You need to use X amount of hashtags when you got this amount of followers. It's, it, you, it's all about connecting with you who, and that's, I think, way more powerful than any number of hashtags or you need to post at this time. So you really focus on yeah. that overarching what it's all about. Why did you start this? So super cool. 
Yeah, absolutely. And to anyone who's listening to the show, please, if you have any questions, if there's anything that maybe you want me to elaborate on or just clarify for you, please just feel free to hit me up and send me a DM. I am more than happy to answer. Like I mentioned, I respond to every single one of my DMs. Um, and so I'm more than happy to send over resources or different videos or live streams that I have created around any questions that you may have. And I also have a podcast that might be fully launched by the time this episode goes up. It's the Good. social reset. Yeah, it's the social reset podcast. Social um, reset podcast. Okay. Yeah, cool. and it's going to be launching mid Feb, so I'm not sure when this episode's going up, but would love uh, for anyone to catch just more. If you liked what I shared today, just hearing more about creating content intentionally and conscious marketing. Um, operating in alignment, learning about all things money, manifestation, marketing. Perfect. Oh, good. Social Reset Podcast. Awesome. Well, I'm sure there'll be definitely people that want to head over and have a listen. Yay. Perfect. Perfect. Awesome, Tiffany. Thank you so much again for coming on the show. Thank you. I appreciate it. Hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Until next time, see you later.